Humboldt. Last week. Hey, welcome to Humboldt Last Week. My name is Miles Cochran. This is a way to hear about some of the top stories from Humboldt's last week while you do stuff. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, KimKemp.com, and top podcast platforms. If you enjoy it, please tell a friend. Please do connect on Facebook or at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Uh, FYI, this sometimes features explicit content. And uh, thank you, by the way, for all the comments and ideas in the inbox. Please keep that coming. All right, so partnership this week comes from Mazzotti's in Old Town and Eureka and on the Plaza and Arcata. They've been preparing delicious handcrafted lunch and dinner items in our community for over 30 years. Using classic Italian recipes and offering tasty specialty items from steaks and seafood to soups, salads, and sandwiches, plus pizzas and calzones, their freshness and quality are second to none. Visit Mazzotti's today. And Bongo Boy Studio, local band The Gatehouse Well recently wrapped up their debut album there. The record is called And the Sparks Did Fly. That's appropriate. It's crisp, upbeat Celtic folk with great hooks. Again, that's And the Sparks Did Fly by The Gatehouse Well. Check out where it was recorded at bongoboystudio.com. And Ferndale Music Company with Hawktail playing at the Old Steeple on November 15th. A rootsy instrumental offering with lightness and joy. They're a trio with fiddle, guitar, and upright bass, all from members of Punch Brothers, David Rawlings Band, and Crooked Still. That's Hawktail at the Old Steeple in Ferndale, November 15th. Tickets at FerndaleMusicCompany.com. And Primal Decor, tattoo and body piercing studio on Myrtle Avenue in Eureka. Established in 1995, it's the longest running tattoo and piercing shop in Humboldt. They're here to be a safe, fun place for piercings and tattoos. And their community-minded staff is always happy to help. For high-quality, artistic work, that's Primal Decor, tattoo and body piercing studio on Myrtle Avenue in Eureka. Well, you probably heard reports of guys roaming around with guns and SWAT gear, stealing cars and robbing people. Fuck, right? In at least three locations, they allegedly stole cars, a thousand pounds of weed, shooting in the air, calling themselves Killer One and Killer Two. It's a little freaky. Oh, and that dude hit from some fragments from a shotgun. Yeah, he was in Lolita. It hit right in the eye and shoulder. Probably hit by someone out duck hunting. Uh, I don't know if they found the person who shot him. PSA, if you're going to hire someone, maybe pay them. <laughs> and if you're hired by someone and you don't get paid, maybe try to settle it without rounding up a gang of your friends to rob your boss. Case in point, some weed drama with a grower and trimmer last week out in the boonies. A grower called the cops in the first place, decided not to give them any more info when they got there. Nice, dude. Poor sea lions. Uh, some sick sea lions may be washing up on shore. They have some sort of infectious bacteria, which is common, but it seems to be more prevalent right now all along this north coast. According to the Time Standard, the Marine Mammal Center up here is saying if you see one on shore on the beach, just stay away. Keep the pets away, too. Also call that Marine Center if you see one. So a while back, I interviewed an HSU student who's probably headed to the NFL. That's Alex Kappa, an incredibly talented lineman, a monster out there. He just destroys people. And he's smart, too. Yeah, he was one of seven lumberjacks on the football team that made the conference all-academic team. According to HSU Athletics, that means he's been with the team for over a couple seasons, and his GPA is higher 
than 3.2. Good job, Alex. Looks like one of the suspects in the alleged Manila murder decided to flip and testify against one of the people she was accused with. Last winter, five young adults were charged in relation to a man being lured out to Manila and shot to death. The alleged shooter reportedly said this was in retaliation to the victim molesting his daughter, which was never legally proven. According to Loco, the girl who flipped is the one accused of helping carjack the victim at gunpoint. No word if she'll also testify against the rest of the suspects or what she's getting in exchange for flipping. Well, I'll bring this story of a statue back at you. At a Arcata City Council meeting next month, they're once again going to look at the removal of the McKinley statue on the plaza. Some people think it represents racism and imperialism. I found this opinion piece in the Time Standard. It's pretty interesting. A geology professor at HSU brought up some history. She says an Arcata pioneer had it made because he had met McKinley and was deeply impacted by his assassination. According to this professor, the statue barely survived the 1906 earthquake and fires in the Bay Area. Almost never made it to Arcata. That uh, after the natural disaster down there, the sculptor found his studio in ruins. But lo and behold, he found the statue in the street intact. I guess some fellas had moved it out there to protect it and he just had to do some repairs quote when i see mckinley and his pointing hand i don't think about expansionist trade policies the cuban crisis or civil rights to me he's asking do you know how to turn off your gas line do you have a working fire extinguisher and can you use it fire comes hand in hand with earthquakes believe me i know end quote take that how you will the writer of that said that they were not trying to sway you one way or the other it's just some information well, how about that dude up in McKinleyville making a fool out of those thieves trying to steal Amazon boxes from his porch? So he sets up cameras on the front porch, right? Fills up boxes full of yard clippings. <laughs> and these asshats are right there on this video Loco shared. Running off with the guy's green waste. I'd imagine the homeowner shared the video with the sheriff's office. So just like those box innards, ass could be grass. Hey, speaking of the sheriff's office, you see on Channel 3, they added three permanent positions for their crisis negotiation team. These three individuals' focus and training background is all about mental health. So as you could imagine, that'll be super helpful here with crisis negotiation. You probably remember seeing the Times Standard headline, more opioid prescriptions here than residents. It's a huge problem. On the evening of the 14th in Eureka, the Sequoia Conference Center on Myrtle... There's going to be a town hall meeting on the opioid crisis with state Senator Mike McGuire, Humboldt County Supervisor Virginia Bass, state and local health experts, professionals, and addiction specialists. So sad about the young man from Rio Dell who died over in Louisiana. 26 years old. According to this release, Kim shared he was working on electrical lines from a helicopter over there, and it appeared his safety harness rubbed against the lines, snapped, and he and another young man fell about 100 feet, and they died. Feeling so sorry for their friends and family. And also sending out all the Humboldt love to the friends and family of the young man who's presumed dead after falling into the ocean near Trinidad. Gosh, he was only 29 years old. And also, fingers crossed for the 25-year-old Canadian fella who was last seen before he was supposed to go to the Devil Makes 3 show in Arcata. Last seen at the Arcata Marsh. I guess they found his phone, wallet, and glasses there, but not him. 
He is six foot one with green eyes. What kind of the two main topics you avoid with people you've just met? Politics and religion. Do you believe in God? Do you think our politicians need to believe in God in order to be effective? The congressman that represents us at the federal level, Jared Huffman, made national headlines because he decided to publicly say he's not sure if there's a God. First coming out in the Washington Post, the paper found experts on religious identity in Congress saying Huffman is only the second member in contemporary records to go on record saying his ethical system is not based on God. Now, if you don't know much about him, Jared Huffman has repped the North Coast as a congressman since 2013. 53 years old, he grew up in a religious home, but he defines himself as a humanist. As Kim Kemp pointed out, the American Humanist Association defines that as a progressive life stance that, without supernaturalism, affirms our ability and responsibility to lead meaningful ethical lives capable of adding to the greater good of humanity. So a belief in being a good person without any of the supernatural stuff. Well, how many people are unsure if God exists in our country? According to a 2014 Pew study of over 35,000 adults, about 17% range from not believing in God to being unsure about God. Again, 17%, which is up from 12% in 2007. And a Pew poll last year found 51% of voters say they would be less likely to vote for a presidential candidate who does not believe in God. And that maybe explains Jared Huffman's reluctance in the past to talk about this. Uh, in this Washington Post article, they remind us about that 2014 interview where Huffman was talking to Stephen Colbert. I see you've listed your religion as unspecified. Yes. Would you like to respecify as Roman Catholic? No. Doors nothing always open. Nothing against Roman Catholics, and I love your new pope. Thank you very much. Unspecified. Come on, grow a pair. What is it? What is it? Are you an atheist? I, I don't know. Agnostic, then. Perhaps. What is an agnostic but an atheist without any balls? <laughs> See, you're choosing not to specify your response to that. Unspecified. I'll just put you down for heathen slash hellbound. Did I just lose a point? We haven't gotten back to me yet. The judges haven't. That's courtesy of Comedy Central. Huffman wasn't ready to talk about his beliefs then. Years later, he's ready now. According to a statement from Huffman, quote, I'm not pushing my views on anyone and I'm not judging anyone else's religious choice. I value my working relationships and friendships with people of faith, the interfaith community, spiritual seekers, and all sorts of secular non-religious people. I think we should all work together to make this world a better place. It shouldn't be much of a story in the year 2017 that a member of Congress is openly humanist, but we'll see. For the closet humanists, agnostics, and atheists out there, including many of my colleagues in Congress, yes, we talk about these things, maybe this will show that it's okay to just say what you believe and that there's room in American politics for people with secular, non-religious views. Thanks, hopefully, for your support and understanding. So I wonder if this will encourage other members of Congress to talk openly about this stuff. Uh, more from the Post article, currently only nine of the 535 members of Congress declined to state their spiritual beliefs on official background questionnaires. Nine out of 535. 
There are some people in Humboldt that I was really curious to hear from in regards to their reaction to this. Matt Messner is a senior pastor at the Faith Center in Eureka. Their mission is to lead people into a thriving relationship with Jesus by gathering, growing, and going in God's love. Matt said, I appreciate Jared's honesty. He seems to be voicing what many people struggle with. Doubt. Even the most religious people struggle with faith. Faith includes an element of doubt while tipping the scales in favor of belief. Our community includes many people who are not particularly religious. I would hope that our elected leaders would be able to serve the interests of people of varying beliefs and faiths. It's about serving the best interest of our community and being a good leader. If he is dismissive of people of faith, I would be concerned, but I'm personally not aware of any such attitude. Romans 13.1 says, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. We also have a biblical mandate to pray for our leaders, whether we agree with them or not. Again, that was Matt Messner, senior pastor at the Faith Center in Eureka. Rex Bone is a Humboldt County supervisor who's been publicly faithful in the past. He once proposed to put up a sign reading, In God We Trust, in their chambers, but that idea was eventually scrapped. Regarding Huffman's announcement, he said, There are no atheists in a foxhole. He's arguing that in times of extreme fear or stress, all people will believe in or hope for a higher power, and there are therefore no atheists. After that, my response to Bone, I noted Huffman says he's humanist, not atheist, and while he's not sure about God, Huffman was quoted as saying he's still open to something divine happening. Uh, I wondered if that would impact Bone's view, but I have not heard back yet. Sophia Pereira is an Arcata City Council member and Arcata's vice mayor. She said... Without a doubt, Congressman Huffman is an effective representative of the North Coast. He's tasked with representing a large and diverse district. He shows up in the district and represents our values and needs in Washington. From what I've seen, Congressman Huffman's actions are grounded in values that many of us share, equality and justice for all. It's up to folks to decide for themselves if they believe religion must drive those values or if we can be connected to those values in other ways. We need elected leaders with a variety of life experiences and perspectives. Congressman Huffman is sharing a perspective that is not the norm in politics, especially in Congress. The more we break down the ideas around what a politician should be, the more space we create for others to see themselves as future elected leaders in our community. So again, a local pastor and two local politicians sharing different perspectives. Matt Messner, a senior pastor at the Faith Center in Eureka, sharing a diplomatic response. Humboldt County Supervisor Rex Bone leans on the skeptical side. And Arcata City Council Member and Vice Mayor Sophia Pereira voicing her support. Uh, when it comes to reactions on social media locally, it seemed mostly positive. Andrew wrote this on Loco's post. Honestly, this is how all politicians should present themselves, regardless of personal religious feelings. Sarah on Redheaded Black Belt wrote, For all I care, as long as a person is about doing what is right, I'll take that over any and all pseudo-religious hypocrites who care nothing about people. Kathy had this to say in the journal's post, Bravo, Congressman. It should be just as acceptable for politicians to speak about their secular values as it has been for years for them to speak about religious ones. It should also be entirely optional for politicians to speak about either.
And then some comments from the critics. Here's Jimmy on the Loco Post. What will Huff say when he finds himself standing before God? And Aaron on that same post. Dude shoots up a Christian church and less than a week later, Huffman feels the need to let everyone know he isn't Christian and gives a few reasons he doesn't dig Christianity. Washington, D.C. paper The Hill also shared this on social media. Rick wrote, perhaps someone should inform this Democrat that the United States of America was founded on the values of faith and religion. And Timothy responded, incorrect. And I will take this opportunity to inform you that the United States of America was founded on freedom of religion and separation of church and state. So what do you think about all this? There's a poll up at HumboldtLastWeek.com if you want to weigh in on it. Uh, the question is, do you think our politicians need to believe in God in order to be effective? I think I'll cut off voting on that on Thursday the 16th. Yeah, that's probably about right. Or maybe Friday the 17th. We'll see. Hey, thanks again to all of you who provide comments and ideas in my inbox. Really appreciate that. Keep it coming. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors one more time on this episode. Mazzotti is an old town in Eureka and on the Plaza in Arcata. Quality Italian food. Bongo Boy Studio. Also Ferndale Music Company with Hocktail playing at the Old Steeple November 15th. And Primal Decor Tattoo and Body Piercing Studio on Myrtle Avenue in Eureka. Please like Humboldt Last Week on Facebook. Connect at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Talk to you again next week. Humboldt last week.